The Minnesota Wilds continue to win to put pressure on St. Louis for the two seed in the Central Division. We recap a dominant win over the Kraken, an OT win over the Nashville Predators, and look ahead to the final three games of the season today on Locked on Wilds. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we recap a successful week for the Minnesota Wilds, picking up a big win against Vancouver, a dominant win against the Kraken, and picking up a huge overtime win against Nashville. We look at the race for the two seed in the Central Division. We have some injury updates for the Wild as well as we look ahead to the final few games of the regular season for the Wild. Today's episode of Locked on Wild brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Check them out at Bet Online where the game starts. My name is Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, your veteran captain of the show and a veteran content producer with over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams. Joined now by our Monday co-host, another victory, McLeady. Monday is Alex McLeady is here. And we finally get a win against those pesky Predators. Uh, interesting week for the Wilds. Some playoff feels, but uh, one of the craziest games, I think, of the season uh, for that win against the Seattle Kraken where the, the Wild fell behind early and just made it into a laugher. It, it's a team that it just it feels like they're clicking on pretty much all cylinders as we near the final few games of the season. Yeah, they're showing us they can win in any any type of fashion. <laughs> it's just, just incredible, and... You know, it was like a mash unit uh, tonight. Uh, you got Camarosa or whatever his name <laughs> coming up from Iowa and and playing on the third line. And it's just, uh, you know, you lose your captain, Jared Spurgeon, four minutes into the game. Um, you know, it had it had vibes of uh, a wild Vegas playoff game last year where Brodine gets hurt right away and you're playing with five defensemen the rest of the way. Um, and what an amazing coaching job by, by Dean Evison, Bob Mason, uh, you know, <laughs> the, the five defensemen that had to play, there was guys playing out there that were playing roles that they shouldn't have had and guys playing more minutes. We had, you know, we had Alex Goligoski cat, you know, you know, being the captain of the, of the, you know, quarterback in the power play, just like did not see that come in. Uh, Kulikov out late in overtime. Goligoski also out in overtime. Goligoski trying to kill penalties and uh, Nick Delorier out there trying to kill penalties and against, you know, <laughs> Matthew Shane and Roman Yossi, Philip Forsberg, like, Oh my goodness. You know, but they, they held together. Um, and, 
it's just incredible. Thank God for Jonas Brodin. You know, you couldn't pay that guy enough money. Uh, that 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 play he made to stop uh, Philip Forsberg late, it was something else. And Freddie Goudreau made an amazing uh, poke check uh, that what was basically a two on zero with Matt Duchesne right there, ready to to score. Um, so yeah, there was there were some key key moments in that game to to keep the Wild in it, and you know. It was nice to get one point, but to get both was just an added, you know, added bonus. And uh, both both the Wild and Blues at 109. Yeah, I'm I'm so glad first and foremost that we're done with Nashville this year because oh. just just a mess. Keep me away from Roman Yossi. <sighs> oh, that guy, he does it all. It's what more can you say about him? They were gushing on him on the on the TV broadcasts and I just want nothing to do with him. Matthew Shane, Phil Forsberg, those guys are just incredible on the power play. Yeah. And they're going to, they're going to have their opportunity probably against Calgary to, uh, to try to contend with the flames. So best of luck to them. I, uh, I hope it goes well. I do not hope it goes well. <laughs> um, you look at everything that happened this week and you had a little bit of, a little bit of everything. You had the win against the Canadians, the shutout win. Uh, also picked up a uh, nifty win against Vancouver. Uh, also had the just thrashing of Seattle. And then the overtime win against Nashville. And amongst all of that, you know, th- this is un- unprecedented territory for this team. 51 wins and counting. And you look at how things are going to play out the rest of the way. Arizona Tuesday. And we'll talk about this more at the end of the show, but Arizona Tuesday, uh, Colorado and Calgary to finish off the season. 54 is uh, is certainly not out of the realm of possibility. And by just simple math, the Wilds, if they went out, two seed is locked up. Yeah, getting that, getting that home ice would be just so huge. Uh, you know, we've seen how well this team plays at home and they just feed off the energy of the crowd. It, so, uh, you know, against a, a tough, a tough St. Louis team, that would just be gigantic to get that four three advantage for sure. If it, if it does happen, happen to go to a game seven. Uh, before we move on to talk about some of the injury concerns that uh, have flared up here over the last couple of games, is there anything that Kevin Fiala can do the rest of the season that will surprise you? He had, I don't know if I've ever seen as much force thrown behind a backhand goal as the one that he scored. And then he had the the sick pass to Jewel Erickson Eck. Uh, continues to just get points every game. 37, 10, and 6 now are the Minnesota Wild when Kevin Fiala registers at least a point. I don't know if there's anything else he can do short of like single-handedly willing this team to a Stanley Cup that would shock me at this point. Yeah, that man's playing for a contract, and you can see it in his play. Um, the The number keeps going up and up. Uh, you know, he was what the second star of the week last week. Um, yep. My prediction is when we uh, when we see this episode, uh, you know, air tomorrow um, or you know, technically today. Um, you know, we'll see Kevin Fiala be the number one star of the week. Um, how how could he not be? <laughs> yeah, a man had a heck of a a heck of a week. Um, you know that Seattle game, five assists, and for what we had, uh, there was a thread earlier earlier this week in Twitter saying that uh, uh, Mr. Fiala is a selfish <sighs> selfish player. 
he goes out and has five assist game like the next day. It was just, you know, chef's kiss to that thread, you know. Like, really, this guy, you know, um, he, he has an ego? No, he does not. <laughs> yeah, noted bad teammate Kevin Fiala. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? All here? he did was set up everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well, it's, uh, it was a great week for the Wilds in the win column. Unfortunately, might have come at a price, and so we will uh, discuss the Jared Spurgeon injury is the latest ripple to this team's depth, and we'll discuss some of the ripple effects that uh, this could have on the team the rest of the way. Our continued episode of Lockdown Wilds continues after this. But first, betonline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including this year's NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, and the NHL's push to the Stanley Cup playoffs. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more, and mark your calendars. The Kentucky Derby is coming soon, which is one of the biggest betting events on the calendar. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find that and so much more at BetOnline, where the game starts. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. For your second listen today, I encourage you to head over to the Locked On NHL podcast to get a full recap of everything that happened over the weekend from your favorite Locked On NHL insiders. Locked On NHL is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. So Matt Zuccarello injured against the Kraken. Jared Spurgeon injured against the Nashville Predators. And uh, it sounds as though Spurgeon will be evaluated, see what exactly he is dealing with. But whereas the Zuccarello injury, more of a precaution, it appears as though this one probably is going to uh, gonna cost him a few games. Yeah, the way it was just such a weird play. I mean, he was going in uh, and right, kind of right behind the net, and his leg kind of kicked out a little bit. And I thought it was going to be a leg injury, but uh, you know, Dean said in the pre- post game presser that it was upper body. Um, so <laughs> we've <laughs> we've had you know a few guys you know get the classic upper body injury term from from coach and. Uh, it just, you know, it's never, never a good sign. Uh, you know, it always tends to be pectoral or shoulder and that, you know, that those tend to be long, longer term. Um, and I mean, they're going to need one of Dumba or Spurgeon to come back because if Alex Goligoski has to play <laughs> 20 plus minutes, that does not bode you well. Um, you know, and so, um, they're going to need one of those two to, to be healthy. Um, it's just, you can't, uh, you can't rely on Jonas Brodin to, to no. save you every single time. Uh, he does his best, but he, you need Spurgeon out there. Yeah. He's just one man and credit to Jacob Middleton for, for mm-hmm. stepping up and playing big down the stretch in that Nashville game. But as you alluded to Goligoski on the power play, that top power play unit. It doesn't work. No, please. <laughs> No. Um, and it's it's frustrating because 
you know, the power play just starting to get some juice, like Fiala, Kaprizov, Erickson Eck, Zuccarello on there too. That that group of four is pretty solidified. So if you can get that offensive-minded center, if Spurgeon's going to miss some time, if Dumba is able to come back, put him right on that unit yep. and let Goligoski go back and do his thing. And you know, the <laughs> other the other part of this is that Goligoski being slotted in to uh, have to take some more time. If Dumba's not able to come back, then that means that Jordy Ben works his way into the lineup as well, and we know how that third-line pairing worked last time we tried it. <laughs> scary, scary. Um, I got to say, though, um, I tweeted it out too, um, but that play that Kapril, Kirill Kaprizov made on that power play goal to for Eck was absolutely incredible the tying goal he won that puck battle and was able to you know you know just shove the puck right right to Kevin Fiala and then Fiala's threading the needle past Eck was just absolutely incredible yeah it's it's a it's a top line that you know, for all the issues we've seen with the power play it's a top line unit that just immediately clicked and so you're like okay Let's uh, let's keep this rolling. And right. on the penalty kill end, too, uh, Fiala, a guy who has slotted into that grouping also, and him and Goudreau have done a good job as kind of that, that PK one. But mm-hmm. end of the day, got to get those guys back. Got to get Spurgeon back. Got to get yep. Dumba back. Zuccarello, Greenway, uh, Felino get all those guys back and throw them into this mix of this team that just continues to win. And then all bets are off against St. Louis. Ladies and gentlemen, the depth of the Minnesota wilds continuing to come up big here down the stretch. Yeah. We're going to need that grief line or they're going to need that grief line. Uh, you know, especially I would love to see them matched up against Tarasenko, Buchnevich and, uh, and Robert Thomas, who's Robert Thomas has been, you know, He's been there, Kevin Fiala. Um, he's just been absolutely incredible. Uh, you know, he's, <laughs> people always make the Matchbox Twenty joke. Uh, he's <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that guy has been lights out for for St. Louis, and so um, to see a, a fully healthy grief line go up against them would be great. And you you know, Jonas Jonas Berdine is going to be out there every time. Uh, he can against Tarasenko shut to try to shut him down. Yeah, just just do to him what Connor what uh, Brodine has done to Connor McDavid all mm-hmm. year, and we'll be good. Uh, final yeah. one before we move on to look at the remainder of the regular season schedule. Are we seeing Cam Talbot start to take the lead a little bit in the goalie the goalie depth chart with how Mark Andre Fleury has done over his last couple of starts? Yeah, um, you know, I they both. I mean, what you know, Flurry did win tonight, so you gotta give him credit. But mm-hmm. uh, Talbot's just been playing a little bit better, um, and so um, you know, if it's game one, I would go with Cam Talbot. Um, you know, it's just you know they both have been playing playing well, but you know, Talbot is just on a complete heater, and he just got his two hundredth win in the NHL, which is um, a heck of a feat. You know, you think. I tweeted this out too, but you know, he played college hockey at Alabama Huntsville. Not, <laughs> not a, not a powerhouse. They, they're a defunct team now. Um, 
you know, so it's, it's just incredible the way, um, you know, he's persevered in his um, NHL career. Um, you know, he started off being a, a backup to the King and Henrik Lundqvist and, you know, kind of learned how to be a pro from, from Hank and, uh, you know, you know, bounced around a couple of times and, uh, um, you know, and Billy Guerin, you know, saw him, uh, play, um, you know, how he played with Calgary and, uh, you know, they, they wanted him, he, he was their number one choice and, uh, you know, he's been, he's been great for the wild ever since he's, since he's been here. Um, and so, um, yeah, I think he deserves, you know, to get that first game against against St. Louis, whether it's at home or, or away. We'll see. We'll see what Dean thinks. It'll it'll be at home. Um, and we'll uh, we'll talk about that a little bit to finish off the show as we look ahead to what is coming up the rest of the way, including a game against the Arizona Coyotes that the NHL is evidently trying to hide uh, by putting it on the CW. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Colorado starting to come back down to earth as well to finish today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. April showers bring May flowers and May built bars. And if you're looking for that perfect snack to take on the go and to help you eat a little better, built bar is here to help. If you haven't tried their puffs, you're missing out on one of built bars, best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They are fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. As with other Built Bars, Puffs contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to your standard candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So if you're looking for that perfect treat to eat wherever you are, head to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Alex, the end of the regular season features... Home against Arizona on Tuesday. Home against Calgary on Thursday. Home against the Colorado Avalanche on Friday to finish it up. And I look at all of those, the Arizona game, a Coyotes team that has lost 10 in a row. The Calgary Flames, a team that has nothing to play for with the playoffs starting on Monday, will probably be trying to... uh, get some rest for their regulars. The Colorado Avalanche game, I think, hinges on everything, and not only for the fact that the Wild will need it, with that being, well, they may need it, because St. Louis plays Tuesday and Friday. So if St. Louis loses to Colorado, that game could be meaningless for both the Wilds and the Blues, but not for Colorado, who all of a sudden has lost four games in a row and is starting to really come down to earth. Do you think that Friday game will have some meaning, or do you think we see the Wild start their starters and then try to get some rest for everybody ahead of the playoffs? Yeah, I think they'll try to get rest, you know, especially after what we saw tonight. Um, you know, it's going to be imperative to, to keep – some of the top guns healthy. Um, <laughs> we, we, we've seen with the decor um, yeah. how bad it can really get without 
without just one guy. Um, and now they're missing multiple, <laughs> multiple top four D and you see, you got guys playing in roles that they shouldn't, should never, never be in. Um, and so uh, I think they're going to do everything they can to try to, you know, you know, try to get home. Yeah. Get, get the points needed for home ice before that game. Um, you know, just to mentally prepare for playoffs too. Tonight's game was a perfect example of playoff hockey. Yep. It was intense. There was crazy, crazy moments left and right. Things that like were happening. They were like, they were like, we're like, what, what is going on? Um, that one in the overtime shot where it went through flurry and was almost in and Nashville, play <laughs> Nashville playing their their goal like the horn uh uh in the puck n- never had a chance of going in it directly yeah. hit the post like uh just craziness uh um David Riddich uh you know kicking the net off multiple times and uh cross checking Jacob Middleton just crazy oh my goodness uh yeah it was it was it was you know quote unquote you know not to be funny wild yeah, it was a mess, and I think that's just kind of how Nashville likes to operate. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I ultimately it will still have some meaning, but I think at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter home or away. It just would be nice to have that extra home game. But the Blues and the Wild playing their best hockey at the right time. The Avalanche are starting to kind of – stumble a little bit, and I just saw on Twitter the Colorado Avalanche this season with Devon Taves in the lineup, 59-5. and five. Without him, 5-9-1. and one. And so not only him, but there are some other big names that Colorado is missing to where a first-round playoff series, not necessarily a lock anymore. Yeah, I mean... It, it's incredible how they even got Taves. I mean, what they, <laughs> they gave the Islanders two second round draft picks. Like <laughs> the fact that, you know, the Islanders couldn't hold on to him. That was, that was something else. Um, you know, he, he doesn't get enough credit for, no. I mean, that, that, that decor is, you know, is phenomenal. Um, you know, Kale McCarr, what more can you say about the guy? Um, you know, just, just insane. And Josh Manson was a good pickup for, for them to underrated, you know, he was stuck on a horrible Anaheim team. So uh, they needed to get a little bit more, you know, physicality and he's, he's been great for them. And, you know, Eric Johnson is Eric Johnson. And so, uh, you know, they have Byram too coming back from all his concussion issues. Who's kind of filling in for, for Taves right now. And so, yeah, they, they need him badly with, without him, you know, it gives teams chances for sure. Yeah, and obviously they will flip the switch when it gets to playoff time, but all these teams are in kind of this weird spot where it's like we got everything clinched. There's really nothing else that can be gained from any of these last seven or eight games, and it's hard because it's like what do you play for on a on a given basis every night? And so, like I said, Colorado – They'll get it figured out. Our next opponent, though, probably not. The Arizona Coyotes, who, as I mentioned, have lost 10 in a row. It will be the Jack McBain revenge tour as the Coyotes head to the XL Energy Center. 
for this one that is not going to be not going to be on ESPN, not going to be on TNT. It's on the CW. The, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer <sighs> Network. <laughs> I mean, I suppose I suppose it's fitting. I would not want to uh I would not want to put that on a regular channel myself. And to be fair, it'll probably be over within the first five, ten minutes. Uh, just like any other game against the Coyotes has been this year. Arizona, despite having some youth in their lineup, not having the effect that Matty Beneers had with the Seattle Kraken. And so get on them early, and there is no way that they'll come back. Yeah, it's such a, you know, you know, it's a land of like misfit, misfit players on, on that team uh, instead of toys. Uh, you got, uh, you know, guys like Roussel out there, who is just an absolute clown. Jay Beagle, you know, trying to fight 30, 30 plus goal scorers, you know, trying to take them out, give them, give them black eyes, Troy Terry, um, you know, and just you know, Nick Ritchie, who's bounced around the league. And yeah, it's, it's, in, you know, our, our old buddy, uh, Phil Kessel. Um, so fill the um, thrill. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm happy for, Happy for Nathan Smith, who uh, uh, went went to Mankato and is getting a chance to, to be in their lineup. He's actually scored uh, a couple goals, so nice. so good for him. Uh, but yeah, just uh, it's a nightmare franchise. Um, they they seem to not be able to figure it out. Um, you know, they've accumulated a bunch of draft picks coming, so you know maybe the future will be better. Um, but right now, it's just just awful hockey. Um, so. It, that's a that's a game you have to have to you know get a couple goals early and just just bury them. I have no earthly idea who will be in net for the Coyotes, but they have four different goalies who have not won a game this year that have started. <laughs> so I know it's not going to be Scott Wedgwood as I check the goalie stats here because well he's with Dallas now, so <laughs> it'll probably be uh, Vimelka. Yeah, probably, but. Who knows? The guy they just the guy they just picked up uh, was awful last night too oh, against St. Louis. He was just a just a nightmare. Well, end of the day, take care of business, and the Wild will get the two seed. I do also like to point out the fact that the Wild have actually pulled ahead of the Calgary Flames in terms of points uh, this season. The Wild have 109. The Flames have 108. I don't know why I'm putting that in there. Just felt like saying it because. Oh yeah, my point was fix playoff seating, please. It makes no sense. The Wild, uh, if it was, if it it was, if we had it how we would how the playoffs should be, they should be playing Edmonton or the Kings. Yep. You know that you know it's like, the fact the fact that you have to play a two versus three makes absolutely no sense right away. Um, you know it's it's going to be frustrating for the. For the, who are you know the fans who are fans of the entire league of you know not just you know not just their own team but just seeing you know like we're gonna have what Tampa versus Toronto um, yeah so uh, you know either Austin Matthews goes down or the you know the two time defending champs in Tampa you know it's just that's that's frustrating you know we're gonna see some really good teams bow out right away. Um, and maybe some big markets, you know, the NHL doesn't like that, but they continue to go with this format for whatever reason. Then again, maybe it's not a bad thing because as it sits right now, 
the Avalanche would host the Dallas Stars. The Minnesota Wilds would host Nashville as things currently sit. So maybe it's fine. I don't yeah. know. It's but it should it should be fixed. Crazy. It would be nice to be going up against the LA Kings. I'd be fine with that. That's but. a that's a franchise that I can't believe is going to make it. Um, you know, without Drew Doughty, um, their decor is 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 terrible, um, and somehow Jonathan Quick is is holding on. Um, but uh, uh, I I think Edmonton will smoke them. I I don't think they've lost. You know, they've they've just dominated um, that season series against against the Kings, and yeah. so. Good luck against Drysidel and uh, Connor McDavid for in a seven-game series. LA, yeah, I think their D will get torched. The LA Kings, who have the worst expected goals for in the league, in like negative forty-seven. So, good good luck to you. Um, enjoy that, and we'll we'll take care of business against the Blues. That's uh, that's really all you can do. No one has to do it. Yeah. And I think that's where we're going to leave it for today's episode. So now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you head over to the Locked On Sports Minnesota channel to check out the Ron Johnson show. Yes, the Ron Johnson, former gopher and NFL wide receiver. He is the voice of Minnesota sports with big opinions and elite level guests. Make sure to check out the Ron Johnson show wherever you listen to podcasts just like Lockdown Wild. Both shows are free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure to follow us on social media as well to get all things Minnesota Wild as we finish off the regular season and get you ready for playoff time. You can find new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Lockdown Podcast Network.